Hey everyone, and welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We're glad you can join us. As you can see, uh, my wife, Rissa, is here with me. Uh, Dad is just tired and overwhelmed. He's got a lot of events coming up and just felt uh, exhausted, but I'll say more about that here in a second. But just before we start, just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. They are an amazing math curriculum, and we'd encourage you to uh, go check them out. They have a free trial at Teaching Textbooks. Dot com. Uh, also, thank you to um, Homeschooling Today magazine. They are an amazing source of regular uh, encouragement. Dad writes for them uh, often, and we think you'll really enjoy their uh, magazine. So go subscribe over at homeschoolingtoday.com. All right. Well, today, uh, like I said earlier in the intro, Dad is out. Uh, he is just uh, overwhelmed and tired and uh, didn't feel up for it tonight. So I asked Rissa to join. Uh, just kind of do a quick check-in here in a little bit. Uh, but before we do, uh, we, it's, <laughs> we just try to think. We have had – it's been a crazy last few weeks. It feels like, obviously, last week we gave everyone the rundown of – the uh our trip rissa you feel like you've recovered since then barely yeah it was uh yeah. it was a rough one it feels a little more distant but it still feels sad yeah so yeah but it is what it is and you know we're just thankful we're home and just been trying to do outdoor stuff i don't know you know wherever you are but it's just been all over the place i mean uh, a couple like a week and a half ago we had like 86 degrees and then it snowed a couple of days ago so we're just trying to figure out what to expect and you know get get Which stuff this done. happens every year yeah every year we're like oh yay it's spring and then we get the second winter right. so but hopefully it won't last for long. We're on the other side. Uh, and then I had to replace my car because it died like on the way home from the trip. So just found that over the weekend and got a replacement. So we're just uh, tired of having to deal with all of these things. But Rissa, kind of on that, you know, just the busyness of life and how, uh, you know, that's just part of it. You know, this has been the first kind of full year where you've actually uh, been doing more like quote unquote school with Renly. Um, how's that been going? Do you feel like it is it, you know, uh, what's it, what's it been looking like? Maybe give everyone a quick top update. Well, it hasn't been looking like much for the past, I don't know, like four weeks because I don't think we've opened our school books in like four weeks. So, um, but yeah, I think overall it's been good. Very, very relaxed. Like, Yes, we've done, I guess, a whole, almost a whole year of school, but it's been like, there's been more times where it's like, oh, we haven't done school for a couple of weeks, you know, like, I mean, we have Renly in, I guess, kindergarten, Hudson is like, not, I haven't really done like, official preschool with him, like, you know, just cite letters and colors and numbers and he still can't count to 20, so <laughs> I guess we'll be working on that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it did work out well uh, with Anders being his age, like, from the fall into now, because he did take a morning nap. Um, so that gave us, like, an hour, hour and a half each school day to, like, have him napping and then I could just focus on Renly and Hudson but 
he has stopped taking his morning nap and we haven't done a school day with him awake. So <laughs> it's been a recent change and I'm not sure how that will go. It will definitely like play in, but it's almost summer anyway. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> What's been the most, would you say, you know, fun or uh, enjoyable aspect so far? Um, I think just this is part of Renly's personality, but just seeing her enjoy it so much. And she'll often, you know, if she sees a school bus, she'll say like, oh, like if I went to school, would I be home yet? Or if I went to school, would um, she'll just ask questions. Mm-hmm. And we get to talk about how we get to be together all day and she gets to be with me and I get to be the teacher or whatever. And she'll pretend, you know, that she's going to school. She'll put on her backpack and walk into the dining room, (laughs) hanging up on the back door. And I'll say, welcome to the class. And so she, she kind of makes it her own. And that's been fun. I think, yeah, I mean, the other night she just randomly had me write down for fun addition problems. I mean, like one plus one, five plus one, you know, all the things. So she's just, she wants to learn. And that's been fun to just be able to be right beside her while she's right learning. And she's very, as we've talked about recently, we had Kathy Cook on not that long ago. And we've talked about in the past, but she is, I would say, like the book, uh, word smart, logic smart uh, type uh, personality where she is really, uh, you know, she likes words, she likes letters, she she gets concepts really quick. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Hudson, you know, is, is like that. I don't think he seems quite as, you know, that way. Uh, so it'll no. be definitely a challenge to, you know, just, it just, it's just different for each kid. So, uh, things. Yeah. Be- Although the other night he was, we were doing something in bed where he was like, Oh, with that little keypad thing. And I would, he say, you know, I'll tell him what letter to find. And he did decent. I was actually surprised. I'm like, wow, I haven't really sat down much with you to do this. And you're kind of catching on. So, but yeah, he'll be very different to teach. Um, So, and not even, I'm looking ahead, like for fall, I'm not even sure what we will Mm -hmm. do with him. I mean, he'll be four turning five in the school year. So still really, really basic stuff. But yeah definitely different has anything uh have you been using anything for it have you just been kind of you know doing letters that kind of stuff what have you found that you've enjoyed i mean using? for renly yeah or, um yeah so for um grammar and writing we've been uh using this sing spell read and write the i don't know if there's a current version but i have what i've borrowed from your mom um it actually i have the cassettes and cd so we are kind of like <laughs> on the more modern back when side. we used to use old english in the day no, i'm just kidding yeah but. honestly though like with cassettes i don't know how they did that like i mean i know they did but even trying to listen to that adventures in odyssey the other day i was so frustrated trying to get it like to the right spot you can't just anyway so yeah there's a cd <laughs> And that's been really good. Um, Renly's enjoyed that, like putting things to song. 
I know I enjoy that, so I wondered if she would, and it Hudson really catches on to things like that too. So um, we've been doing that, and we've been using the Bob books for reading, which has been good. Um, I need more of them. We've used everything that I have. So, um, but yeah, just really simple first word books. Mm-hmm. She's enjoyed that. Um, and also the good and beautiful math is a, a really nice open and go, um, particularly for this age. I mean, I don't know about the other grades, but just for the kindergarten, it's been Renly has really liked it. I think she would say it's her favorite. Um, and yeah, for me, it's just so simple to just open it up. They give you everything you need and it's, she'll ask to do like more than one lesson a day because they're just fun and fun activities and stuff. So and that's it really. Nice. And I mean, has it been any of it, you know, a surprise or anything that you, you know, how's like teaching reading? Has that been, you know? what you thought it would be uh, or what you pictured in the past? Has anything changed from that image of what you had in your mind? Um, I don't think so. It does. Yeah, it will just be interesting once we get to Hudson because I think he will be, maybe he'll surprise us, but I think he will be a little different in that way. But Renly does just want to learn. Um, and she does catch on pretty quick. I mean, she's, she surprises me a lot. And so I guess when she's reading one of those books, I'm kind of just sitting there like, wow, she's actually doing this. Like, I still don't feel like I'm equipped really to be like teaching someone like how to read, but somehow it's worked. And I mean, she it's still very basic and in the beginnings, but she wants to sound out words. And But I don't think anything's really surprised me. I don't know if I really... Right. Had expectations in That's the good. start, though. Yes, uh, <laughs> expectations low, can be <laughs> can be tough for sure. So and I think it does help too. Like you know, coming from a homeschooling background, like you kind of have that. Uh, your expectations aren't public school or aren't normal. You know, quote unquote school. So. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it might feel a little bit more normal, which is nice because I think that is a tough part for so many is, you know, if you, if you, if your only picture of school is the standard, then, uh, obviously that not being the case, it can be a little bit of a tough time. Uh, so I think that's something that, you know, second generation homeschooling actually is pretty cool in that way, but, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that comes with it, but. Well, anything else you wanted to add there? I won't keep you because I know you didn't want to be on too long, but, uh, yeah. That it? No. All right. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me and I pre- I'm sure everyone else enjoys hearing uh, a little update. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk, you know, have you tell us more once we start with Hudson. Uh, we'll just have to see how yeah. that goes, but, uh, it'll be fun, but cool. Yeah. All right. How well, I'm going to you just end the, end the call. <laughs> okay. Like press leave. Yep. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye. See ya. All right. Okay. So real quick here, I wanted to say thank you to teaching textbooks for sponsoring the smiling homeschooler. Uh, they are the math curriculum that our families used for, I mean, 
I don't know, as long as I can remember, basically. Uh, they are super fun. It's very engaging. They have all age groups. And uh, it's just a really an amazing way to learn and uh, just a great curriculum all around. So uh, if you haven't already, you should definitely check them out at uh, teachingtextbooks.com. They have a free trial over there and sample lessons. And uh, you, should, you should definitely go support them. Also, we want to say thank you to um, Homeschooling Today magazine. Dad writes the Family Man column for Homeschooling Today because he shares the same, we share the same mission as them. Uh, we want parents to understand that homeschooling isn't a formula, it's a relationship, and every relationship is different. Every child is different, and every family is, you guessed it, different. Why in the world would we think one size fits all education is a good idea? Let's be parents who think outside the box, parents who aren't afraid to choose that our kids need to learn what our kids need to learn and that they need to learn it or when they need to learn it. Let's be bold. If you want to homeschool boldly, subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. They feel, fill each edition with both encouragement and practical help from an entire team of experienced homeschoolers, uh, moms and dads, including dad. Uh, it should make you smile and you should go subscribe at homeschoolingtoday.com. We really appreciate their support. Um, so this is something I wanted to talk about. Uh, dad sent me this. He actually saw it, uh, recently. Uh, let me find it here. Uh, he sent me this, this link to a website. It's called how to start homeschooling.net. Um, and you know, honestly, I don't know anything about this. It could just be someone who, uh, you know, is just, getting, I mean, cause it talks about Amazon affiliate a lot. Maybe they're just trying to get clicks. I don't know. But this person said why you shouldn't homeschool your kids or your child for the upcoming school year. And so then they go through a bunch of different stuff. Um, but I wanted to just talk about some of these things and kind of what I think, uh, what it gets wrong. Um, so he has a list. I'm going to go through each point and then just kind of talk about them a little bit. And if you have any thoughts, you can definitely comment them in the chat as well. But uh, the number one reason is, it is he says it's expensive. Um, you know, and he kind of goes in through like HSLDA says that curriculum can be the most expensive part. Uh, that they think that annually it's between three to six hundred dollars per child on curriculum, uh, school programs, etc. And then someone else said that. They believe that uh, Huntington Bank thinks that it's $1,000 per child for supplies. Um, but, you know, you know, I get it. And obviously, curriculum can be expensive. There is definitely a cost involved in that. That's never been something that we've pretended that, you know, there isn't some some inherent cost. But, you know, not everything in school is free either. Uh, you know, obviously there's an enormous amount of taxes that go towards that. But that's, I know, doesn't feel as upfront. But um, there's also, there's used curriculum. There's other homeschooling moms. There's way to, ways to get some of the library. You can do inter interlibrary loans. You can, um, you know, borrow something and swap something, uh, go in on something with someone else. There's just, the, there's a lot of ways to reduce the cost of curriculum, especially when, if you have a bunch of kids, you might be able to reuse it, you know, in the future. Or if, again, if you have a friend, you could use part of it, let them use it the next year if they have a child that's year different or something like that. Um, and then a lot of homeschooling conventions, there is used curriculum or there's other options. Um, obviously, nowadays with stuff that is online, that, that's not going to be as doable. But um, Or, you know, like teaching textbooks, they have monthly plans that are pretty reasonable. Uh, and, and, you know, you're not going to have to put a ton out. But um, I think the biggest thing is 
like for example, thousand dollars on supplies. I mean, that's probably including like computers and other stuff like that. I mean, a lot of that's just going to be built into just family day to day costs. But uh, you could, if there's a will, there's a way, and you can figure it out, and it's well worth the cost. As you know, most people I think who do it would obviously attest to. And I just think that's a general, you know, if if your only reason was, uh, you know, I'm doing this for academics or whatever it is, then I understand cost is really important. But if you do, if you're homeschooling because you believe it's best for your child, then obviously the cost is, is less important than, than the effect, you know? Um, so, uh, but then they're number two, and this is the constant one. We've talked about this so many times is less socialization. Uh, this, I want to just read this paragraph because I just think it's absolute baloney, but he says, one of the biggest challenges of homeschooling is that kids may tend to feel lonely. This could really affect their learning habits. This is especially, or this is especially why extracurricular activities are important to every homeschooler. Um, unlike traditional school settings where students get to interact with their peers all day, homeschoolers homeschooling could be quite boring, especially if your child doesn't fancy the idea of homeschooling. To help your child, you may have to sign them up for various curriculum, extracurricular activities. Um, these add to the cost of homeschooling. It says, unfortunately, homeschooling may require you to sacrifice your career in order to teach your child. This does not affect the family. This does not just affect the family income, but robs you of value, valuable personal time. You know, I mean, we've talked about this a hundred times, and it's and it's just still people say it. You know, especially the part where uh, he said. <laughs> It may be quite boring. I, I would argue, I, I would think homeschooling should not, comparatively would not be boring. I mean, you can tailor it to your child's, you know, what they enjoy. There's going to have more time to play, more time to do things they are interested in. Uh, you know, if I guess if your child only is always bored, if they're not with other people, then I guess that could be. But honestly, and I do, I have seen that, you know, I did have a lot of friends growing up that were in public school and they just wanted to be with friends all the time. And anytime they weren't, it was felt boring. But once you, you know, and, and if you already have homeschooled for a while, I think you've seen this, but your, your children, you know, you become friends and that, and it just becomes what you do and you don't even think about it. It's, it's just fun to be with them. So, um, I don't think that's an, a problem at all. And as we've talked about socialization, I mean, there's so many opportunities. There's co-ops, there's friends, there's, uh, just your family together being, doing things like, it's just not really an issue. I think people just think of the sitting in the, you know, basement or in the house, never leaving at all, never interacting with anyone back in the day. That was like the idea, but that's just not being shown. And, and honestly, I'm going to reference this a lot, but if you go to, uh, N H E R I.org, um, national, I think it's a national, uh, home education research Institute. Um, Brian Ray, he is a, um, PhD, uh, that has done a ton of research on all of these kind of topics. And he has tons of proof that that is, this is not true, but you should go check it out if you haven't already. Um, his, his other point, his next point is no room for competition. This is really interesting. I actually have not heard this one as much, but I, again, I think it's crazy, but, um, he says, while competing with others academically and otherwise may have perceived negative effects on self-esteem and the emotional well-being of individuals, you may also agree that for people to succeed in an environment they find themselves, there should be healthy competition. Um, 
And so it talks about that. But one of these is pretty crazy. It says, homeschoolers do not have this luxury of the competition and oftentimes become unmotivated to carry out even the simplest task. Being unmotivated to carry out tasks without any consequences will gradually become normal to your child. And depending on your future uh, occurrences, this habit may become part of his or her adult life. Uh, to prevent this from happening, it is best that you enroll your child in a regular school where they will learn to compete in healthy manner with peers. Uh, just crazy. I mean, it's it's so funny that this website, that's where I'm like, I'm not sure this person actually cares about homeschooling. I think they might just be to get, you know, views and stuff like that. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I've never heard this argument, uh, really. Uh, I get it, I guess. I understand what he's trying to say, but, I mean, if the parent is not involved, I guess that could be true. If the child can just do whatever they want, whenever they want. But for the most part, you are requiring them to do things. You know, you have the ability as a parent to actually care about what your kid's doing. Uh, You actually know where they're at and what they're doing. You can actually show them how to learn for real and not just sit there and then do tests and, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the competition, I mean, honestly, like, you know, I don't know. Long term, does being the top of your class other than for maybe, uh, you know, getting into college or something like that, does that, is that something that you feel like is just super beneficial through the rest of your life? I mean, you know, it might be something fun to bring up and tease someone about, but like, I don't ever, you know, it's not like someone at work. It's like, oh, because they were, you know, first in their class, they get some giant benefit from that. You know, I, I, I don't know. And I think it's interesting. He says at the beginning, like, oh, well, although it may have negative effects uh, on their emotional well-being and self-esteem, it's really still great. And I, I get, yeah, some competition is good, but you have siblings and if they're at all close, that can definitely have that. And uh, But I think instilling this desire to learn and that interest to learn is way more important than just making them feel like they're beating someone else um, or, you know. But <laughs> that idea of just the laziness, I think, is hysterical. But I have not seen that. And I, again, go to that uh, to the website I mentioned. He said that, you know, he his research has found that on average, home-educated home kids do way better across the board, like by multiple percentage points, like 10% plus in all sorts of areas and later in life. Uh, and that's just not seen to be true. Um, his next point is homeschooled children sometimes have social problems, which is kind of related to the other one. But um, let's see here. He says, some homeschooled children do not possess the social skills needed to succeed in the real world. This is simply because they are not exposed to different types of people. Uh, these, according to an essay, which does not necessarily mean research, these homeschooled children tend to have social problems because they do not have the same social skills as other children or kids they went to regular school. And then it goes on for more. I mean, again, this is another, the age-old myth kind of goes hand in hand, I think. Um, but one, I would say again, you don't want your child to be like public schoolers in terms of socialization. If that means being part of and exposed to and um, engaging with the absolute trash that it goes on in real schools and becoming like that, 
more power to them. I mean, I don't, I don't, that is not my goal. And I'm not saying every person that goes to public school ends up doing that. I'm just saying that socialization is not the goal. Uh, I don't think. And I think as most homeschoolers know, that is not their, that's not what they're wanting for their child. Um, and I don't think that's a negative at all. You know, it's kind of honestly, as a believer, I think that's the same for Christians. It's, you know, if you're, if you say, well, as a Christian, your child's not going to fit in, they're going to look different. They're going to act weird. Like that's fine. That's part of it. You know, and again, obviously homeschooling is not the equivalent, but, uh, that's just, that's just something that's going to be the case and they may stand out a little bit, but I think that's a good thing, especially in this culture. Um, Janelle here said, my in-laws at first were against us homeschooling. They were both retired public school teachers. Uh, you said at first, I'd be interesting to see Janelle that they, uh, if that changed, you know, as you started homeschooling and they saw the fruit. Oh, now they say they are so happy. We homeschool and so well-spoken, very mature talking with other adults. And that seems to be across the board. And even if it's not, it's okay. Like it doesn't, it's not a competition and your child's going to be fine. And again, go check out Brian Ray's website. It talks about this exact thing. And if, if, if homeschoolers struggle later on and if they're not socialized and all that kind of stuff, it's just crazy. Um, let's see here. I think you had one more, uh, no freedom for children. Unlike traditional school students who uh, who have the freedom to make friends and also visit them while at school, homeschoolers don't enjoy this luxury. Their freedom is being constrained by their parents and who are always with them at home. It makes it difficult for these children to be themselves. Children need to need more than academic lessons to make it in the real world. They need to be able to make their own decisions without help from their parents. Being constrained at home will definitely not give them that opportunity. This is just wild. <laughs> um, you know... Your child at the age does not know well enough to make all those decisions on their own. That being said, obviously, you're parenting, you're teaching, um, you know, and you're helping that you're working that they will be able to make those decisions. But a strong base is way more important than just throwing them in with thousands or hundreds of other kids and uh, random other adults and saying, well, you'll make your own decisions. Great luck. You know, and I and I that's I know that's not exactly what this is saying, but <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the part that I think is interesting is it says it, this is it, it makes it difficult for these children to be themselves if they are at home, home, you know, and homeschooling, which again is just crazy to me because I mean, your ability to do what's interesting to you and learn what, um, you know, your strengths and what engages you is just so awesome. And that, I think that helps you be more of who you are than just trying to fit in with this huge group of other people and do exactly this, the curriculum that the teacher says and fit in. You have to take all these tests that I think that makes a way more non, um, unique people than homeschooling does. And this one just makes me mad. It says you're not qualified. While most States require parents to have college degree, if they're to homeschool our ki- their kids, some parents are still not truly qualified for this job. Um, this, that's just wrong. I mean, most states do not require a college degree. Uh, most states do not require that, I would say, in, in, by and large. Uh, there may be a couple exceptions to that. Um, I And as we've said over and over and over, there is no one more qualified to teach your children than you. Um, you may not be perfectly qualified in the, the standard terms of being able to teach every single subject, but you know what? 
books and curriculum help you. You're teaching a five, a seven, an eight, a 10, a 12, you know, up to 18. Like you're older than them. You are smarter than they are uh, in some ways. You have the books. You can do it. I mean, God will give you the tools you need um, and you can learn with them. You don't have to know everything. That's not the goal. That's not the reality. No one knows that. And, And realistically, you'll forget it all anyway right afterwards, probably like you did when you grew up and it takes some time to get back into it. So it's okay. And I I hate when people say that and I get it. It is a genuine fear. It feels like I just don't know history. I don't know science. How could I teach that to someone else? You don't have to just come up with it on the spot. Uh, Again, there's Pologia, there's teaching textbooks, there's Institute for Excellence in Writing. There's so many options that will help you. You guide them. You have experience just in life. Um, And then all the areas that are not just academics, there's so much benefit that you as a mom have that that no teacher is going to have. And I think you are more than qualified for that. And again, research has shown that that is not an issue um, at all. And then one of his last ones here is explaining your decision to people all the time. Uh, Basically, just, you know, you have to tell lots of people about what it is that can wear you out emotionally and physically. I mean, you know, honestly, I think nowadays that's not really true. I think people obviously had a huge taste of what homeschooling is just because everyone had to do it there for a while. And uh, I think it's way more accepted, which is awesome. Uh, And I think uh, hopefully people understand that and I think especially nowadays with so much going on if anyone even follows the news at all I mean I would think everyone would be very interested in homeschooling other than the fact that it takes a ton of effort and it is you know it is hard if you you know you if you both work um and uh so there's a lot of people who won't want to do it for those reasons but um I don't think that's ever and as we've said before because something's hard does not mean that it you shouldn't do it, uh, especially when it comes to homeschooling. It's worthwhile. So uh, just an interesting article. Again, I think it might be a little bit of like a clickbait thing just to get people to view it. Uh, but just something I, we saw, we thought it'd be worth talking about, gave us some points there. Um, and it's important. So sorry, I moved pretty quick there, but uh, we wanted to keep this episode just a little bit shorter. Uh, but we should be back next week, I think, with another live episode. Uh, again, we appreciate everyone joining us and being part of the Smiling Homeschooler. Uh, you know, don't let people out there say things that get you discouraged. Uh, you know, there, there's so many people out there, experts or uh, friends or others around you who will say, oh, well, are you qualified? They'll they'll call, you know, there's that voice inside that has doubt. Uh, Satan will attack you in those areas. Um, but just try not to let... Um, those outside influences impact what you know to be right for your children. And, uh, you know, as in homeschooling today's uh, desire is to homeschool boldly. We hope that for all of uh, our listeners as well. Uh, But if we we believe that if you do that, do what you think is best for your family, that's going to help you smile. So thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. We couldn't do this without them. We really appreciate their support. Uh, Thanks for just joining me and just letting me go off and rant. Hopefully it wasn't too boring or terrible. Uh, But we'll be back next week and don't forget to smile.